Good morning, everyone. It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's a good morning. Wake up to a brand new day. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, Vietnam! Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. Rise and shine, folks. Good thirsty Thursday morning to you. It is the 29th day of February. 2024. So great to be riding along with you, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide in the iHeartRadio app. Uh, text the keyword sports radio, send that to 21,000 sports radio to 21000. Meyer Supercenter guest line 866-838-4843. That's 866-838-4843. I want to I continue on with this a little bit uh, from where we just left off and just jump right in because... Uh, from the article that I'm reading here, and you can read more about this, uh, The Athletic has a big story on it, ESPN has a big story on it, quote, by adding strong programs and weakening other leagues, it's difficult to project what upcoming years will look like in the SEC and Big Ten. The potential of SEC and Big Ten teams being displaced from the top 14 as they have 34 teams and a majority of the title contending programs is real and will be examined more in the upcoming weeks. How would that work? Essentially, A team ranked number 13 or 14, for example, could end up getting bumped by a group of five winner or a second place ACC or Big 12 team in a year when the league has a runaway winner and not a clear second choice. There's also the possibility, though, that the Big 10 and SEC's fourth best team and potentially fifth would find a landing spot in the college football playoff through one of those three at-large spots. The modeling is tricky, the article continues, as college sports remain a moving target. This ESPN deal would run through 2031, and it's naive to think that the conference map will look the same as it does today. This is the really important part. Underline, highlight, all that stuff. One high-ranking official involved in the discussions told ESPN on Wednesday, yesterday, that the presidents and chancellors in both the SEC and the Big Ten are having conversations about whether to continue their NCAA membership. It is a move that would impact and could possibly derail the TV agreement. Those conversations are happening, adding some feel, quote, pretty strongly about pulling away. I'd say very strongly. That's why the Petiti and the SEC, they had that meeting and they said, no, we're going to work together on some things. We're not going to come up with a cute name like the Alliance. I don't need an alliance. That's ridiculous. But the two of us are going to work about this. A lot of questions. 18 teams in the new Big Ten. Uh, USC, Oregon, Washington, UCLA. Two of those four, Oregon and Washington, took part the college football playoff is Pac-12 members in the past decade. USC has won a national title on the field since the turn of the century. It's very, very interesting. 
Batini values, according to this article, the way that the automatic qualification games could add meaning and interest into the late regular season games, similar to the NFL. College football fans will need to be conditioned to the fact that that a three-loss team with a rigorous strength of schedule can still make the playoff after generations where perfection or near perfection were essentially required. Now to the financial portion of that. In the, in the old model, 80% of the college football playoff revenue went to the Power Five, while 20% was allocated to the Group of Five. According to the most recent data from the college football playoff, each of the Power Five conferences received $79.41 million, a total of almost $400 million in the spring of 2023. The Group of Five conferences shared about $102.77 million. In Notre Dame, received a payment of $3.89 million by meeting the NCAA's APR standard, while the other six independents, $1.89. Think about this right now. So in the last year, the Power Five conferences got $79.41 million. So let's call it $79 million even, right? Let's take a look at that and divide that by 14 Big Ten teams. That's $5.6 million per school. And Notre Dame got three point eight nine just for being Notre Dame. They cut him a check just because. Do you not understand how wrong that is? I I mean, they might be smart in the way that they work. Uh, and I think that the Notre Dame model of independence is going to play a role in this moving forward. I honestly do. I think that what they do with Notre Dame and how Notre Dame schedules is going to be the new look for college football as things evolve in college athletics. Where Notre Dame plays in a conference for all the other sports, the ACC, even though they should play in the Big Ten regionally, it's stupid. Redo the whole model. College football is separate. It's all right. It's literally right here. It's right here on the wall. The writing is on the wall. You just have to look at it. You have to see it. You have to understand exactly what you're reading. Because that's and and then understand what this all means moving forward. That's the model they have to get to. They have to be able to find a way to break football away from the rest of the athletic department. I how long have I been saying this and now it's finally coming out. It's finally happening. And I'm sure that somebody, you know, doing radio and In uh, Norman, Oklahoma, probably said something like this, or somebody in Austin, Texas, probably said something like this, or somebody down in Miami said something like this. I bet you Tuscaloosa's had some radio folks said, yeah, college football should be different because we don't give up about nothing but the tad, right? There it is. The writing's on the wall. Now, this new model promises to be more weighted towards the SEC and the Big Ten. They hold all the cards. And you see, that's kind of the funny thing about all this, right? The ACC right now, that's why Florida State's like, look, we saw it. They didn't They didn't give an undefeated conference champion a berth to the college football playoff. The writing was on the wall. Florida State's, we got to get out of here. This is The, the ACC ain't going to work anymore. Dabo Sweeney and Clemson cannot carry that water anymore. Miami's got to look to greener pastures. These programs, they, they, they're going to have to move. They're going to have to get out of there. The Big 12, I mean, the Big 12 right now, no offense, but it's going to turn in glorified Conference USA. 
It's going to be Conference USA 2.0. Sources have said that the discussions have centered around the SEC and the Big Ten earning somewhere between 25 and 30, 30% of the college football playoff revenue. The ACC and the Big 12 would be next. They'd earn somewhere between 15 and 20%. That leaves a much smaller chunk, somewhere around 6 to 10% for the other leagues and maybe 1% for Notre Dame. Now, because everybody's in the room and you know Jack Swarbick and Notre Dame can pound their this is not the way we need one percent we're notre dame and everybody else looking at him like what have you done in the last 40 years nothing nothing we gave you a birth in 2012 you got what you got waxed Uh oh little heat there little heat there i mean because think about it 25 to 30 percent of the revenue it's pretty solid. Pretty solid. That's over 1% for each one of the teams in the conference in an 18-team conference. So the math isn't necessarily great, but they're going to have to figure that out. And a lot of people are thinking, like Greg Sankey made it clear, the SEC has delivered 40% of the teams in the playoffs and is one of the drivers behind the new model. Greg Sankey's saying, look, we got the teams. We got the talent. We got everything here. I am not sharing money with the Big 12. They're not getting there. No, we 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 drive this sport. Hey, Tony Petiti's like, yeah, we've got some dogs too. And saying he's like, you're right. You guys, the Big 10, the SEC, it's a nice little matchup here. We got ourselves a couple teams that can that can legitimately contend. We got a couple of cute teams on the outside that might look interesting. What I'm really interested to see, I need to know what somebody like uh Ryan, I, I got I got to know where the Michigan State fan falls on all of this. We'll step aside. Back with more X's and Bros. Michigan Sports Network. Imagine this: winning big at Soaring Eagle. The food district is now open. There's something for everyone, from Bubba Coo's burritos to Bonanno's New York Pizza Kitchen to Guy Fieri's chicken and Ike's loving sandwiches. Savor every delicious flavor at the all-new food district. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare, and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking, and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. The Freddy the Pizza Man Foundation is dedicated to providing support to families and Michigan schools touched by autism. We invite you to join us in supporting these families and schools by making a donation at freddythepizzaman.com. With your donation, you can help provide essential resources that can make a real impact. Visit freddythepizzaman.com to make a donation and to learn more about the foundation's mission. That's F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Together, we can make a difference. 
You're listening to Michigan Statewide Morning Show, X's and Bros, right here on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you riding along with us. No matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening. Text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000. Meyer Supercenter Guest Line, 866-838-4843. Regardless of the number of teams, it should only qualify for those in a conference, in my opinion. TC on Twitter. Yeah, independents are out. Join or die, right? Ben Franklin. That's kind of how my my thought process has always been here as we look to remodel college football from the Power Four and the Group of Five into the AFC and the NFC. Scott wants to talk college football playoff. Good morning, Scott. How are you, my friend? Good. Been a little while, buddy. It has been a while. Santa Cruz. How are you? Oh, you know that I'm song, good, by the way? But, uh... Yeah, I do. You got my blood boiling a little bit. Not 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 because of your view, but because of uh, what you're talking about. Yeah. And I'll say some of the things that you can't say. And seeing as I've been on a hiatus, give me a minute. Um, you know it's all about controlling money. I don't care if you're talking about politics. I don't care if you're talking about Ukraine, Israel. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're talking about college football. It's control and money. And that's the whole shame of it all. And until we continue to stand up and just say no to the 70% start saying no to the 25 or 30%, um, it's going to continue. So um, there's my little rant on that. But as far as those playoffs go, for for the SEC or big time to complain, let's just say it's my team. Let's say it's Michigan State. Let's say let's say they lost three games. Let, let's say they have an amazing year in next year. They lose three games, but all three games are to Ohio State, Michigan, and Oregon. Their strength of schedule is amazing. They're they're, they're, they're the only losses they have are to the three top ten are, are to three top ten teams. Do you think they still deserve to go? If you didn't beat one of those teams, if you didn't beat one of those teams, do you do you think you have a chance at winning the national championship? That's what I'm saying about Penn State. I mean, Penn State, like your your example. I, I mean, it's Penn State in real life with a worse schedule. Let's just take the SEC. Let's just say, uh, let's just say Mississippi. Okay, they lose to LSU, Alabama, and Georgia. Do they really? But their strength of schedule is amazing, and they beat Texas, and they beat a couple other teams. And so what? You've lost to the best three teams in the conference. You have no shot at winning a national championship. And it's all about money. It's all about the share that if the, if, if, the, if the SEC or Big Ten get a fourth or fifth team into that 12 or 14 team playoff, you know that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And you know it's controlled by TV. And you know it's controlled by ESPN. And I don't care. I mean, Kurt Herbstreit might be a, a, you know, a brilliant mind when it comes to football, but I don't need him deciding or anybody else, the powers that be, at ESPN or Disney deciding who might, who the, you know what? If Toledo goes 11 and one or, and wins the, and goes 12 and one wins their conference, they deserve to go. I don't care if they're going to get whitewashed. They deserve to go 
more than a nine and three Michigan State team. I'm sorry. That's the way I feel. Why 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 shouldn't it be that way? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like you know, they, no. Iowa's the same. Iowa's the same example. Like Iowa is a team that wins the West. They score two hundred and sixteen total points in the entire year over a course of fourteen games, which is bottom five in all of college football. All one hundred and thirty-three teams. They are god awful. At you know, who has more 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 yards? By the by, the other team or punting yards by Iowa, right? That's a legitimate prop bet you could put out there. Iowa's a team. Would they have gotten a, a bid to the playoff because they had a good record? Because they played like I don't. I I really like, this is this is such a debacle in such a quandary that I was all in favor of going to twelve teams, and I have been on a million times saying this. Give me the power five winners, the group of five winners, 12 teams in each league. That's 120 teams overall between all 10 conferences. Do it that way. Give us some structure. We got independence. We got new teams coming up here. We got these conferences changing, adding people. Like the whole thing is a mess because now it is the Big Ten. It's the SEC. They're fighting for their own lives until we all rejoin each other under college football's umbrella, whatever that's going to look like. Right now, it's every man for himself. And I think that what's going to happen is is we're going to see more uh, we're going to see more of these four and five star athletes that choose some of these smaller schools to be the big fish in a smaller pond um, because they're 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 not going to get the chance because they they have to go through a gauntlet. They have to go through a gauntlet. Oh, from a scheduling uh, standpoint, yeah, no. If you're if you're afraid to play the if, to play a tough schedule, then you don't belong out there, anyways. Like that, just if you know, I, no, I know. No, no, I'm just talking about I'm talking about the the, the eighth rated quarterback in the country. Now, you know that's still outstanding, but instead of going to a, 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 a Auburn or a, or a Clemson, he chooses to go to uh, you know. I don't know. Uh, just uh, one of the smaller schools, not not smaller schools, still a still a Power Five team. But they're going to start. The, it's the same thing with basketball. That's why all these teams are. That's why all these teams in basketball are good are better now because it's a separation of talent. Hmm. I'm I'm thinking. I'm and trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. You know, kind of wrap my head. Um, you know, Ron, I just don't think that you're going to get. You're not going to get any. The, the talent's going to go where the money's at. Unfortunately, like they're going to they're going to get an offer and they're going to want to be. You know, they're going to the, the kid from Ole Miss, the quarterback at Ole Miss, just got a deal with a private jet company. He could take a private jet anywhere he wants. I don't know if you saw that or not. It's the most ridiculous yeah, thing. Yeah, I I've did. Ever but heard. I'm, what I'm what I'm saying what I'm saying is is um, kids have egos too. And sometimes, for 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 some people, money isn't everything. And sometimes these kids are just going to say, "No, I want I want to put up these stats. I want to be the big man on campus." And they're going to go someplace else. And it's a, and it's especially the it's especially the four star linebacker and the five star safety and all and some of these positions that don't get the money. They're going to just say, 
I don't want to be part of that. I want to be part of. I want to be part of something else. And and I just think that it's going to happen like basketball has. Now let's talk a little bit about the Red Wings. You're talking about. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. We only got like we only got like sixty seconds left, and we got to we got to we got to hit the break. But we'll come back and we'll talk more Red Wings uh, coming up in hour number three. I promise you, Scott. I appreciate the call uh, this morning. Got to slide this one more one last text in here before we hit the break. Success has a place in deciding who gets money, which Notre Dame has not had a championship, but they still have one of the largest fan bases who are willing to pay uh, to watch their team. You can't say the same for any of the Big Ten schools. Yes, you can. Michigan has a bigger fan base. Ohio State has a bigger fan base. So that's that's vehemently incorrect. Also incorrect about that statement is that you're telling me success has a place in deciding who gets money, which Notre Dame has not had a championship. So we know that they're not successful, but they still have one of the best fan bases who are willing to watch them pay or, or pay to watch their team. So you're telling me they're not good enough to get it done in the win-loss column, but they have dad's money in order to buy them a spot on the team. That's what you're telling me. That, that's what I read from that. We're not good enough to be on this team, but dad's sponsoring the team, and you're going to get a logo on the T-shirt, and you're going to get a new bat bag and new travel equipment because my dad owns Company X. That's what Notre Dame is. Notre Dame is the affluent family that the kid hasn't been good enough to play in, but it doesn't matter because dad's got the money. That's exactly what they are. We'll step aside. The coach, Kyle Barlow, he joins us next. Don't go anywhere. Keep it locked right here. X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Huge here for my good friend Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports. Now, they're located on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, just north of Grand Rapids here on the west side of the state. They are Michigan's newest Yamaha go-to golf cart dealer. Now, if you're looking for a golf cart for the neighborhood, the business, the golf club, maybe that second home or the lake, stop by and see Drew and the crew. They can hook you up today at Impact Power Sports. They also have e-bikes, quads, side-by-side, yard toys for the big boys and the big girls. Anything you need when it comes to power, they have it at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford. Also, if you want a shot at winning Lois Browns, Lions Golf Cart, a custom-built Lions Golf Cart, text IMPACT to 21000. That's IMPACT to 21000. And you could win Lomas Brown's Lions Golf Cart this summer from IMPACT Power Sports and the Huge Show. Hi, I'm Lauren and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals with buy one, get one for a dollar, four pound bag of navel oranges. And Meyer Wellness Vitamins or Supplements, buy one, get one free. Plus, I can save even more with M-Perks, like 10% off my total electronics purchase when I shop in-store or online this week. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. The Freddy the Pizza Man Foundation is dedicated to providing support to families and Michigan schools touched by autism. We invite you to join us in supporting these families and schools by making a donation at freddythepizzaman.com. With your donation, you can help provide essential resources that can make a real impact. Visit freddythepizzaman.com to make a donation and to learn more about the foundation's mission. That's F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Together, we can make a difference. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org.
You're listening to Michigan Statewide Morning Show, X's and Bros, right here on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you right along with us. That's Ben Glaze, Ryan Elke. I'm Anthony Bolito. Join us on the horn right now. He is a Michigan man, a Concordia alum, a proud and prestigious Concordia alum, I might add. He did his GA years under John Beeline. Now he's in a coach at the Ohio University Bobcats. One of, one of the top five teams, the only top five team in the MAC that won this past Tuesday, the Ohio Bobcats. The coach, Kyle Barlow. Find him on Twitter at Kyle Barlow for Coach Barlow. My man, good morning to you. How are you? How's life? How are things? Things are great, man. And uh, listening to the show yesterday, I think you uh, you missed a chance for the John Rothstein. Our anarchy? Nope. That's just college basketball, right? You said it was chaos. You were looking for the term. I thought you were going to go with the Rothstein. Is this anarchy? Nope. Just college basketball, baby. Top four or four of the top five teams lose. Um, just a very a crazy night, man. And a night why you love college basketball, right? Not just the MAC basketball, but college basketball in general. Because any given night. Right. Any given Tuesday, anything can happen, especially when you get to this late in the year. And I want to ask you a question about um, coaches, because now we've seen it a couple times. So um, you get this late in the year and your team's either going one of two ways. Right. You either turn it up or turn it down. Very few teams are kind of status quo um, because of the fact that the top eight teams make the MAC tournament. You know, there's other tournaments. The Big Ten is going to be like that. Uh, next year so it's like you're either trending up or you're trending down you either have something to play for or you don't have something to play for and I want to ask you about coaches calling out their teams publicly you know you have the very public uh, uh, and well picked up Rick Pitino segment right where he just goes absolutely off on his team and what did they do uh, I don't know they just beat the number one team or was it the number one team in the country was it UConn or Creighton no it was uh, Creighton right yeah Yes, dismantled Creighton uh, in the game after that and then took just bludgeoned Butler last night. And Butler's been playing really well. They're one of those teams that were trending up. So it's like, okay, so and now he's kind of saying, well, that was a, a planned, you know, a hit, uh, a, you know, a, a tactic that, you know, I like to use, whether you believe that or not. And then you have uh, the Northern Illinois coach, which I don't know if you saw it. You probably didn't get picked up as much. But after our game, they were really struggling uh, in our game. Like, they, it was not the same team that was in Savage Arena on Tuesday. Um, we played them the previous Saturday and uh, beat them uh, by 20 in a really just unexciting game. You know, for us it was exciting, but just an unexciting game. And after the game, their head coach, um, uh, Berno, he said – uh, whoever shows up at practice tomorrow, that's who we're taking to Toledo. So not as strong as Rick Pitino, but still a statement is like, man, like whoever shows up, we're taking, that's who the dudes we're rolling with, you know, a really a shot fired across the bow. So I want to ask you about that. Like, is it, it, is it, do you think it impacts the next game? Because now we've seen in a couple small uh, things just in the past two weeks, a couple of occasions that it's uh, really changed the way the team has played. You know, it's interesting you mentioned that Northern Illinois game. Is it is it true they were missing three of their top players in that game against Toledo? I saw a guy from BGSU was tweeting about it, and I'm like, wait a minute, who, what? I, I mean, I was working, so I didn't get to actually see the game. I just saw the, the final result. But I, I think that from... Uh, from the outside looking in, right, you coach the sport, so you know, you know what it's like. I think that if you are... If your guys know 
that when that that you have their back and if something goes wrong that you understand that okay like i'm not i'm not afraid to say hey this is my fault i didn't have the guys prepared or our plan wasn't great or whatever the case may be the co- the coach falls on the sword i think if they see that happen that they're a little bit more willing to or a little bit more maybe responsive to when the coach goes after them because it's like man he never does that i think that if you constantly you know when you if you win and you credit yourself but then you lose and you throw the players under the bus and that seems to be a trend and it happens a lot the players hear it they see it they understand um so i i think that that's kind of that's kind of the dice roll that's the personality right of your program that's the personality of of your players and only you would know that yeah, no, no doubt. And I think, yeah, I think you got to know them. Uh, thinking every player, you know, I think coaching uh, is about motivation, right? And that's something Jim Calhoun always used to say. And you, you really can't coach the same uh, or the uh, uh, one player the same as you coach the other because, you know, people are motivated by different things, right? So I think that that's a very interesting thing to think about. And then on the other hand, you do have like um, – you do have guys who go out there and there's only so many more things you can do. Like I think Rick Pitino felt desperate. You know, you feel it. You probably, we probably have Michigan state fans who, you know, listen to the show and, um, and are tuning in are like, yeah, but we need Izzo to do that because Izzo will not do that. He refuses to do that. And, you know, he says some uh, backhanded things like, well, it can't be anybody else's fault uh, nowadays and the way things are. So I guess it's my fault. So that's a very backhanded thing, a way to say it, but you know, he, he won't do it. But then you look across, the country and St. John's did and St. John's got a jolt from it. So maybe some Spartan fans are like, we need that. We need that. You know, I, uh, I had a great conversation last night with a, with a few Spartan dogs, as they like to say, and the questioning of Tom Izzo is just, I mean, and, and look like here's the deal. You've been there for that long. You have one national championship. It was very early on. Um, the success hinges on the final fours, you know, and and those types of banners. I, I find it very interesting. Uh, I'm not one to, I don't want to challenge uh, Tom Izzo. I know that he's forgotten more about the game than I'll ever know. Uh, it has worked for a very long time. The guy is bigger than the Pope on that campus. Hell, they named the football facility after him, for God's sakes. He's not even a football coach, right? He is <laughs> that dude on campus. But my question is, when you see some of the things from a lineup perspective, like fans want Xavier Booker to play more. They flat out wanted to play. Like, why are they so obsessed with Mati Sissoko? It doesn't matter if the guy's been there 50 years. The dude gives you maybe eight points and two rebounds in 40 minutes. Like, move on. Like, let him come off the bench. Uh, they're, they're just very, very frustrated. And my, I guess my question is, what do you really expect? Because making the tournament isn't really a thing for them anymore. Right, they've made it so much that making the tournament's a given. Right, they wanna they wanna win the damn thing. Making a Final Four raises everybody's eyebrows, but at the end of the day, like they want to win it. That's not even a question. That's just like a statement because I'm like, look, I don't want to say anything, but at the same time, it's like, yo, where are your titles at? Yeah, I think a lot of the frustration for Michigan State fans fall into, you know, it's not. it, you do trust Tom Izzo, right? And he's earned that right. And and you laid out the reasons perfectly um, before you started uh, or at the beginning when you're talking. But I think the frustration lies. This isn't the Tom Izzo we've seen. Not the fiery, get in your face kind of guy. Get on Sports Center and have all those midday shows talk about you being a bully, and then all the dads coming out and saying, "I want him to coach my son like that." You know, he's becoming a man when he coaches like that. Where is all that gone? 
And I think it, I think the answer is uh, Coach Izzo knows it's a different era, and you don't do that. But I think that's the Michigan State fans' frustration. Like, look, we were good when you were doing all that stuff. You were getting in people's faces. You were fiery. You know, you were you were you were calling people out. But um, I think that's where a lot of the frustration lies. And you know, you said <laughs> when you said, yeah, they named the football uh, facility after him. He's not even a football coach. It's like uh, you know when I order a club sandwich at uh, Subway, and or I order a club sandwich, and I'm not even in the club, or I'm not even a member. I don't know how I get away with it, you know? <laughs> hey, by the way, Justin Feldkamp, he's, uh, he wants to know when Bellino and Barlow launch. Uh, he just texted me Ooh. that. He's like, man, it's, this Kyle guy, he's really something. I miss him when he was here. Oh, he's just gassing you up. I'm like, relax. I was like, I'll read the first part of these texts, but I don't want to get this guy, you know, I don't want to overinflate here. I just, I find it fascinating this time of year. So I, I'm, you know, yesterday morning, right, I'm looking at, the, I'm going through the scores and I'm like, holy mackerel, four out of the top five teams in the conference lost and the and the team that didn't lose beat one of the you know it was you guys right beating Akron 74 to 67 I couldn't like I was I was shocked at how everything played out Tuesday and we did a we did a one of our like smaller segments just on the standings because I for one believe that uh one like the Mac that we have five schools within our uh, listening range right within our all of our different affiliates across the state of Michigan and, and in northwest Ohio as well and I, you know, I, Freddie, the pizza man came after me, cut, you know, just, you know, I'm talking about college basketball. Did you not know there's spring training? All right. He's good. Just ripping me a new one. I'm like, dude, this is great stuff. This is, I mean, this is like, this is it. Like you got to get your positioning right now for the mid American conference tournament. Cause you want to make the path of least resistance. Like you want it to be as easy as possible. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I listened to the segment yesterday and I, I do appreciate you, uh, saying that, you know, we're friends and that Ohio's not paying for the spot. Although, as soon as you said that, it got me thinking. I'm like, you know, like when your parents pay, you know, people to be your friends when you're young, if you're kind of a loser, I'm like, wait, does Ohio pay behind my back Bellino <laughs> just so Bellino can gas me up a little bit and I, have, I feel good about myself? Uh, you know, I opened up my banking app and it said Bulls direct deposit. <laughs> is what it, that's what it said. It was five digits and had a comma. I was getting all excited. It's kind of in my head now, like when after the first time you saw the Truman Show, and you're like, "Wait, is that my life? Is my life the Truman Show? Is, has it been this way all along? Too many coincidences, boy. You know, too many coincidences. But no, it's it's what you live for, right? And it's like you know, you get those teams that jump out um, and and establish them as the uh, uh, premier teams in the MAC, and that's uh, Akron and Toledo this year in basketball. And you know, they established that from early on in the conference season. And then it's like, okay, you get to these days. These are the dog days, man. They really are. Like, the conference tournament's still two weeks away. Um, so you have that jolt of energy. You have that excitement. But it's like, who are these teams right now who are going to be the teams that are just starting to gel together? Maybe it's you're coming off of injuries. You know, maybe it's, you know, you're getting a couple guys back becoming healthy. Or maybe it's you just starting to figure out who you are and who fits best and what role and how you win, right? And I think that's what our team has started to figure out a little bit. We won eight of our last ten um, at this point, you know, like you said, a big win against Akron. But I think our guys are really starting to get to that point where they're player led. And and we talk about Coach Izzo, um, and I have talked about it in this uh, show before. But one of the quotes I like from him the best is, "If your team is not player led by March, then you're not going to be very good." And right now, like sometimes I can't get a word in in the huddle, and that's not because Coach Bowles is talking; it's because the guys are talking. And sometimes, like, I want to interject, but I'm like, you know what? No, 
let them take ownership because at the end of the day, that's something that Coach Bowles does a great job of, of letting his guys take ownership, even if it's not what we want to do schematically or strategy-wise. But if they believe in it, then they're the ones going out there doing it. So if you have ownership in it, bro, more power to you, my friend. You go do it, and, and, and it has those results. So one thing that I always take from coaches though, is that, and you know, some of the best teams I've ever been around have been those player-led teams uh, at the end of the season. Boy, it's a uh, it, it it is fascinating, right? As the as the Mid American Conference, you take eight teams to Cleveland now. The they redid the tournament a couple times, and for, the first round was on campus sites, and then everybody was in Cleveland or however they did it. And it's just it's it's the nonstop evolution. But you got to be one of the top eight to get in. Your team right now sitting in third, and this can be applied like basically across the board. You can look at the Big Ten as well because there's only a handful of games left. You guys are two games back of Akron, one game back of Toledo. You got Bowling green on the docket for your last home game and then two road contests buffalo and miami that we'll get to uh, next week when you look at the cbs uh, sports network by the way national tv six o'clock tip off against bowling green you know what are you telling your guys as far as the moment what you're playing for like everybody lost you guys won it kicked the door right back open like you guys finish strong here like are you are you taught is this something you're talking about or is it kind of like no we still have to just be one game at a time like don't throw anything out there on the board and get somebody you know thinking about something that's two weeks away no it's one it's one game at a time and and it's definitely it's been that way be- well it, we're here to go three and oh and win the mac <laughs> look look if we would have won if we would have won at toledo um which we were a bad travel call away and another travel that didn't get called on them away from doing it. Um, if we would have won at Toledo, then yeah, like I, I think that you would be thinking about that. Hey, we're one game back now and we just beat the team that we're chasing. Right. So I think that that might've entered the conversation, but you know, you still have two teams ahead of you, two teams who are very good, two teams who don't have to play each other um, or us, you know, so the top three, we're done playing. We're all done playing each other. So you just assume they're going to take care of business. And for us, it's, and the reason why we're one at a time is look, we're playing a really good basketball right now we're doing something special so it's like why you know let's 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 know the why it's because you know in practice we've had great focus practice we've had player-led teams so let's keep encouraging these things and get to the point i still think we can be better you know we we had a kid um go down uh as our leading scorer with injury about a month ago and by the way about three and a half weeks ago now we're third we were sitting in the eight nine spot you know about three and a half weeks ago we're sitting here like oh shoot we're in a dog fight to make cleveland so how quickly things can change right but we had a kid go down at western michigan miss a few miss a few games come back and not be right he was our leading scorer and leading rebounder elmore james and he's still finding a way to integrate into the lineup now that we've you know had some success um you know with other guys starting and you know those guys are fifth year seniors and those guys win in you know in late in the season in march when you have those fifth year seniors and and older guys. So I still think we have uh, room for growth um, in this area. And I think that's the most thing we're focusing on. And yes, that's Coach Speak Bolino. Absolutely, Coach Speak. There you, know, you go. And you look one on one. We teach it. Central you, Michigan has a coaching minor. I'm sure they have a class on it. Coaching <laughs> minor. You look at, you, know, two, you mentioned the Western Michigan game, two point loss on the road. You mentioned Toledo in the calls, two point loss on the road. Like those are. 
those are tightly contested games, right? And then for the younger guys, it's something you can kind of look back on, like at the end of the season, you're getting ready for next year. It's like, look, look at these two games here and how these played a role in where we finished last year, right? And that's, you know, I, I, like February, I know January and February has got to be tough. It is because it's the grind. It's the little bit of consistent scheduling, which is kind of a nice thing. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you just, you can't go through the motions, right? You got to fight. You got to fight that out of these college kids, man. It's tough. Hey, by the way, I want to tell you your your friend's going to join us coming up in hour number three who's that dan watson oh okay okay oh Waddy's oh, coming on talking about jackalow grand rapids griffins I, the guys are just buzzing the boys are buzzing right now barlow you know what's great uh last time i saw Waddy, we were uh, you might have even been there i'm not sure but we were at the blarney on a random maybe wednesday in about this time of a year and uh you know we were having a, a dinner I, I forget who was there with me but we we're having dinner enjoying a nice cold beverage maybe working on getting our name on the wall if you know what i mean and then uh Waddy walks in and so we're talking i didn't know him like that but you know i knew him from he's been through a couple times been through the offices at uh toledo when i was there so we're talking and he's like all right about to go load uh, load the bus so they were getting on the bus at like 8 p.m to drive overnight to probably omaha or somewhere so he's like all right let me get a few beers maybe 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 a uh, jmo so i can uh, sleep better on this bus i'm like man we really do just live different lives don't we oh man it's <laughs> that is such that e, that echl grind is no joke no joke. Imagine hopping on, uh, uh, going to Blarney, uh, and then uh, getting a, getting a few adult beverages, and then hopping on the bus to go to Western Michigan, right, <laughs> for a basketball game the next day. I'm like, man, we live different lives, my friend, but I love it, man. Great dude, great dude. Glad glad for all of his successes, especially getting up to Grand Rapids Griffins. You know, a lot of good Red Wings prospects down there that I've been reading about. And how about them wings, man? Woo! How about them, them wings? Hey, how hockey town. We're back, what Kyle. Did, what, what did what was the conversation like with you and Stevie Y last night? Come on, spill the beans. Uh, the beans. I told him what I usually tell, like the same thing I told Brad Holmes. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Like did like this you can tell. And I, I brought up Colorado being the first playoff game in, in Little Caesars Arena. And it's caught a couple people uh, like around the organization a little off, but then they knew what I was saying and they kind of agreed. They're like, Yeah, that was uh that that was a game, you know, two one winner in overtime. You're down one nothing. You know, Colorado's a team that's you know second place in the division at the time that you see them. You know, they're in the playoffs, and it's like, yo, this is a playoff. This is a team you have to be able to beat, and it's at home, and just the energy in that building. Uh, what was it last Thursday? I mean, it was it was sensational. It was it was crazy. So, uh, yeah, it, can you it was great. ask? Can you ask Coach Waddy? Like, because I was just thinking about uh, Patrick Kane, you know, Kaner. Can you ask Coach Waddy why everybody's name ends in an R in hockey? Why is every nickname end in an R in hockey? I just, I've always wondered that. Because it always used to end in Y, but now they moved it to R, and now we got to go. He is the coach, Kyle Barlow. Find him on Twitter, Kyle Barlow 4. Hour 3 is next. Texas Bros. Michigan Sports Network. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news 
press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.com. TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Hi, I'm Lauren, and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals with buy one, get one for a dollar, four-pound bag of navel oranges. And Meyer Wellness Vitamins or Supplements, buy one, get one free. Plus, I can save even more with M-Perks, like 10% off my total electronics purchase when I shop in-store or online this week. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. There's a new player in town. Hi, I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver, and I'm talking about Eagle Casino and Sports, the real money mobile casino. It's so easy to play. You can go from wager to winner to wallet, just like that. Sign up now and we'll match your deposit up to $1,500. Or you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender.